Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser, and what a year the team is off to. Through May of this year, my team of advisors are up 67% compared to May's numbers of last year's record-breaking year. Also to note, this same team of advisors on the life insurance side of business are actually up 30% as well during this exact same time frame, which leads me to my guest who I got to catch up with a couple of weeks ago at a conference, and I was very impressed at the results this team has accomplished in the life insurance industry last year. My guest today is Nathan Jacobson. How are we doing today, Nathan? Great, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. I know last week or a couple of weeks ago when we were together, you were on the conference, so I was actually uh, very impressed with some of the things that you mentioned. So, if you don't mind, I know uh, we both work with uh, Simplicity. So do you mind telling the audience a little bit about who is Nathan Jacobson and what your role with Simplicity Life is? Yeah, sure, Jeremy. Uh, Nathan Jacobson, I'm the EVP of the, of the Life Division at uh, Simplicity Group. Uh, I've been with the group for just almost four years, Jeremy. Um, just to give a little bit about my background, I've been in the industry for a little over 20 years. Uh, started actually as an independent agent. So I spent two years as an agent in the field straight out of college uh, and then took a, a detour to joining a carrier. I spent uh, 16 years at Allianz in various sales roles, the last 10 of which I led the sales team. So I oversaw the life sales team and, and saw that business grow from roughly 25 million in target to 100 million in target when I left in 2018. So it had definitely been a part of you know some exponential growth over my career. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So wow, 4x. Um, and the thing that really intrigued me and why I wanted you on the show to share with the audience today is uh, you, you talked about a little bit on the number side for Simplicity Life. So for 2021, how did the team do and how did it stack up against the industry? So we had a pretty phenomenal year on the life insurance side. If you look at how the industry measures life premium, Jeremy, I mean, it's, it's target premium or annualized premium. So I'll give mm -hmm. you both of those. We finished 2021 at 148 million in target. And if it looking at the annualized number, meaning total premium received, because a lot of our stuff is overfunded, mm -hmm. uh, we, we finished at just under 200 million in annualized premium, which makes us the largest independently owned life brokerage in the country. You know, and what's kind of unique about the simplicity uh, business, which Jeremy obviously includes you guys, is that we're very, we've, we've had a very heavy emphasis on the accumulation IUL side. So of that uh, 200 million, uh, roughly 165 million of it was in the IUL space. So again, in terms of size and scope in that space specifically, there's no one bigger than than us in the in the market. <laughs> yeah, and that was definitely uh, very apparent. I know we have a lot of brother and sister shops amongst the Simplicity family. So in Shermark, we're one of. I mean, it depends on when this episode airs, uh, 34, 35 of us uh, within the Simplicity family. So what what's helping these shops and, and ourselves? What kind of resources are advisors 
able to utilize within our family to help attribute to that success from last year going into this year? Yep. So Jeremy, you know, I mean, like the, the, the three hallmarks that we talk about are uh, education, value, and partnership. So where we've seen a lot of success is, you know, simplicity uh, in InsureMark. And I think it, it, it goes across the group, invest heavily in providing uh, educational events. I mean, if you look at kind of the key hallmark is, is providing education. We, you know, we believe uh, that an educated uh, agent leads to an educated consumer. And, and what we try to do with our training events is encompass kind of the different challenges that consumers face or, you know, train agents on how to address those things. And, and those six things that we really focus on are longevity risk, liquidity, inflation, market risk, mortality and, and taxes. So, uh, I mean, if you look at those six topics, you're, you're encompassing many of the challenges that a consumer could face. So, I mean, really all of our uh, programs and, and resources that we have available, the different marketing programs look to address one or all of those six that I just mentioned. And, and what, which one do you find? Cause I mean, nobody likes, uh, at least what I hear from advisors, it's sometimes challenging to bring up the conversation of life insurance and, and positioning that as a financial vehicle to people. So what's, what do you find are some of the more beneficial marketing strategies? Is it doing educational workshops to have the conversation? Is it software at point of sale? Where do you find the top advisors that work amongst simplicity? Where are they finding the most success when how to position life insurance to these prospects. Great tie into to one of our key marketing platforms, Jeremy, in, in the tax-free retirement platform. Um, you know, I'll dive into more of that here in a minute. But if you look at things that are really relevant to today, uh, hot topics every day, uh, inflation, market risk, we got a very volatile market. Uh, the products that you and I sell every day address, uh, address that very well. And then one of the key things we really focus on where advisors have had success is educating clients on tax diversification and retirement. We, we find no matter how much we preach, there are still very few people who know about you know, the, the power of, of life insurance as a financial vehicle, uh, both mm -hmm. in retirement, but we all know about how powerful it is in, in protecting loved ones uh, on an untimely death. Um, but the lesser known things are how powerful it is as a tax diversification tool in retirement. And, and, and we talk a lot about that. Again, it's more relevant than ever, uh, given the increasing national debt our country is in. Um, so just if you're paying attention to what's going on, um, it, it, now is the time to start looking at alternative uh, financial vehicles uh, to address some of these things. Mm -hmm. and, and you mentioned tax-free retirement. So I know the, the gentleman who really brought that in, in simplicity has exclusivity on it um, is Patrick Kelly. So, and I know several of my advisors have leveraged a lot of Patrick's uh, marketing materials, his books that he's authored, New York Times bestseller. So could you share with the audience a little bit about who Patrick Kelly is, our tax-free retirement program itself as well? Patrick actually joined uh, Simplicity Group as a partner in February, 2020. So he's... He uh, both of our partner in, in Simplicity Group, uh, we're lucky to have him. He, he serves as a national sales trainer for us. And you alluded to it. Um, where, where Patrick started in his career, he was an agent. By, and just like um, the advisors we work with and who are out there doing every day, Patrick, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, uh, had an epiphany about you know, how to best prospect, and, and which led him to, to uh, write uh, the tax-free retirement book. 
that became an incredible prospecting tool. Um, and the whole idea is, you know, people read that book. It helps the advisors sit, you know, get to the people who, you know, it, it's really a fit for. And again, uh, just that that uh, title of the book, Tax-Free Retirement, it, it draws people to it. Like, hey, I need, what's this about? I need to, to learn about this. And time and again, I mean, you said it, we've seen a lot of success stories. People are saying, yes, I need to learn about this. So what we did, Jeremy, is we built a robust marketing platform around what Patrick built, which was originally, again, just the book as a prospecting tool and Patrick teaching agents how to tell the story. So we we invested a Simplicity Group in a proprietary software designed to really make that sales process very simple for the advisor. So, you know, I think you and I both know that illustration process can be very cumbersome at times. There are a lot of inputs. We look to simplify that. So we built uh, a, a software where really the the advisor only needs to know six inputs. It's the the age of the client, male or female, risk class, how much premium and for how long, and in what year they want to start taking distributions. And mm -hmm. we built the engine behind it, and it builds a efficient tax free retirement story for for the consumer. So it, it, it's incredible for people who haven't seen it. We'd love to show you a demo on that. But in addition to to the software, we built uh, marketing videos and letters to go along with that. So it really has become a robust overall marketing platform that we built with tax for retirement. And I probably have listeners today who are who are insiders and you expressing this because you know how advisors are nowadays. They have so many different things on their plate and it's very easy to get distracted or not know when when things are evolving and ramping up. So some people probably listen to this uh, might not have known about any of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So. Well, and, and, and Jeremy, that's uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because it reminded me of kind of what's to come on the tax free retirement platform. You mentioned insiders, and I'll, I'll spend a second on, on that mm -hmm. platform. What advisors are, are getting as a, being a TFR insider, they're getting to, to, to have uh, basically one on one interaction with Patrick on a monthly basis. It's a, it's a best practice uh, forum. You know, Patrick's giving sales ideas. It's an opportunity for the advisors who are part of that platform to chat and share sales uh, success stories, but they also get all of those other things that I mentioned. The next uh, addition to that platform is a consumer facing presentation that Patrick will be hosting himself. So wow. you think about this uh, on a monthly basis, advisors can drive their clients to a, a live event hosted by best-selling author, Patrick Kelly, and Patrick will tee up the, the story. He'll he'll kind of talk about the current landscape, the state of you know national debt spending that the government's doing, and it leads clients to say, "Hey, where where taxes potentially going?" Some advisors aren't comfortable teeing that conversation up, so we thought, "Hey, if we can have Patrick tee that conversation up, inevitably you're going to have some of those consumers say." I need to see what this looks like for me. I need to learn more about that. And we're steering them right back at the advisor who referred them to that event. So we think that's going to be an incredible addition uh, to the TFR platform. No, I, I love it. And, and now, and that's always what majority of advisors, they're always wanting to know best ways to get in front of new prospects, how just really pivotal information to share with the customer to start the conversation. So it's it's great to have these resources for them. Now, pivoting from marketing and having the conversation, you talked a little bit about software. So when it comes to products though, so since being the head of the, the life division here, what, what do you find as the number one distributor in the independent channel? What 
type of products are advisors gravitating towards on the IUL side? Is it certain index strategies? Is it is it bonuses, LTC riders? What what do you find are some of the top advisors that we work with? What are they looking at on a product side of things? Yeah, so you hit on it, uh, Jeremy, and, and as you well know, I know you watch the, the product marketplace on the annuity side. There's been quite an evolution in, in terms of the types of strategies that are out there. And on the life insurance side, similar movement, vol, vol control indexes. I mean, that's the, the, the hot topic today. Um, but also just the things that the carriers have been doing with bonuses. Um, more and more, we're seeing advisors gravitating to products that, that are simple to, to explain. I mean, there are some that are very complex. And our, our concern has always been, are advisors truly equipped to explain how this is working? So um, naturally, we see advisors gravitating to, uh, to those types of products that are more simple, uh, straightforward, easy to explain to the consumers. The ball control indexes are very popular and um, they, they've served a, a, a great role in the space. You know, they deliver similar returns to the standard S&P 500 returns that are out there, and it's just a cheaper option for the carriers. So in terms of uh, stability of, of rates and caps, uh, I, I think that's one of the big benefits of, the, of those indexes. You know, that's what we've seen. Uh, far less cap movement with the vault control indexes, just because they're, they're just the, the cost of the option is much more stable. And then just with addressing the, long, the longevity piece of things, we are seeing advisors who are showing more and more interest uh, in riders like chronic illness and, and long-term care. People are living longer, having the ability to tap into some of that benefit to address, uh, you know, in the event I become disabled, uh, being able to tap into that policy in uh, uh, access that that benefit is, has been more and more popular in the marketplace. And so with simplicity, the, the size of them and the amount of production as a whole that we do, I would say it's safe to say based off conversations and hearing you guys speak at the thing um, at the ADC summit a couple of weeks ago. So does our organization, do we have a, with our big footprint in the life insurance realm, there's opportunities too for us when it comes to product and certain carriers designing. Um, is there anything that maybe the listeners may not know about simplicity on the product side of things, or do we have anything that we offer that might be only exclusive to us for our yeah. advisors? Yeah, Jeremy, it's great. It's a great point. And like you said, just given our size and scale in the marketplace, we do have uh, carriers raising their hand, um, you know, every week expressing interest in doing some kind of product development initiative uh, with us. So, what I would say uh, to, to the listeners is that if you have a, a, a unique idea, that's something that we want to hear about. Uh, we have had experience developing product. We did launch a proprietary uh, IUL product last year, Jeremy, that I think was first to market uh, that addressed a, a, a certain need. I mean, if you think about the fast moving executives um, that are out there who don't necessarily want to take the time out to go and complete a paramed or, you know, wait six weeks, you know, they want that instant gratification. And that's becoming more and more uh, the norm with just everything these days, social media, all, all that kind of stuff. We developed a product that literally the client, you know, again, picture this, it's an accumulation IUL, a client hears the Patrick Kelly story says, I want to hear this, uh, or see what this looks like for me. They can go through our software in, in five minutes, see, what, what it looks like from a number standpoint, 
then go apply um, and and while they're sitting there know that they're approved you know for the policy I and mean, that's uh, that's where the market's going the carriers are innovating on the underwriting side but we we were first to market with that that has been a, a successful launch for us and again the idea of a proprietary product continuing to, to develop and address all of those different challenges that consumers face that we're very interested in that and we'll continue to push in that push that agenda for sure instant gratification everybody yes, wants sir. so after so since taking over the simplicity life division what are some of the with instant gratification obviously so what are some of the challenges you see in our industry when it comes to life insurance so obviously we wrote x amount last year who knows how much possibly could have been when it comes to uh, decline. So what what are the, some of the challenges you're seeing commonly here in 2022? Yep, so I think it, uh, tie, looping back on one that I just mentioned, um, it, we've seen an evolution in the underwriting side, but we still have a, a fair segment of the, 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 the advisor population that d- just steer clear of writing life insurance for fear of that, that process screwing up a relationship for lack of a way to uh, a better way to put it so the accelerated underwriting programs that are out there today aren't perfect either um, mm-hmm. you know they promise big throughput so you know that's something that has continued to be a challenge again as we're trying to reach a broader audience of advisor you know it's just I don't want anything to do with underwriting but I'd say the big challenge and this is where I say that you know you and I and our in our organization that's what we're here for is to help uh, advisors navigate this is just the complexity of the products. They are getting uh, increasingly complex. You know, advisors don't necessarily always completely understand what's in front of them. And that's our job. When I say we take education seriously, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, again, that's a hallmark of ours. And uh, and that's why we invest what we do in, in providing product education, uh, but, but just overall market education. And so with, Remainder of the year. So for 2022, so what's what's next on the itinerary? Is there anything exciting? You mentioned the Patrick Kelly thing, which is awesome. Um, yep. Do you happen to have any, I don't put you on the spot. Do you have a uh, time frame of when that's possibly going to start to launch or is there anything yeah. else coming? Yep. So a uh, great, great segue, uh, Jeremy. Yeah. The, the, the live Patrick Kelly consumer event will be launching. I think we'll we'll plan to launch the first one in June. So I mean, just right around the corner. The other thing that we've been working on, I alluded, I mentioned the software we built for the TFR platform specifically. Mm-hmm. We've also um, invested in three additional modules with the Insight platform uh, that, uh, again, are are meant to address specific issues on the life insurance side. So you think about uh, wealth transfer. Uh, but some of the software competitors are, that are out there, Stonewood Financial and, and Insmark, we've rolled it, we're rolling out some modules that are competing with them. So uh, another concept that we're really interested in when you think about the idea that there's $17 trillion in qualified plans today, Jeremy, some people may need to utilize that money for retirement. Some may not need to use all of it. So the idea of taking a portion of that, uh, paying taxes on an annual basis and funding the, the net proceeds in life insurance, you know, one, it leads to, hey, uh, I can take a, a potential tax-free income from this policy, but it's a much more efficient wealth transfer uh, vehicle as well. So again, it ties into that uh, tax diverse, diversification story that I told earlier. So we've got some exciting things coming from a software standpoint. Um, I do think you can expect us to come out with some digital marketing tools. And that's one thing 
I wanted to, <coughs> sorry, tie, tie back in, uh, Jeremy, related to what we're seeing in marketing, what I view as important for advisors to be doing. You're mm -hmm. a key example of, of doing it the right way is agents and advisors need to have a digital uh, presence and they need to take that seriously because you think about what the, the first thing a consumer does when they come in and, and you know meeting with a new advisor they're going to go out and google that guy and see what's out there and mm -hmm. um, get out to his linkedin profile so making sure that everything is up to speed representing what they want to be representing in in the marketplace because we all know that's going to happen so I, I, I did want to loop back on that because we are making investments in helping agents address uh, that piece of their business as well. It's it's pivotal, especially you just never know when the next lockdown might have happened. And you have to make sure that you're marketing yourself. Several advisors nowadays go multiple states. So it's about brand awareness. So you got to have that digital footprint. No. Well, yeah. And, and for for prospecting too. I mean, that's the thing. Again, Jeremy, I say, you see it. I mean, agents are having increasing success prospecting on Facebook and LinkedIn is an incredible prospecting uh, platform. I mean, just the various social media platforms, mm -hmm. uh, just having an awareness of all the different ways that you can drum up business and, and get in front of more prospects. Love it. Good. I don't have to think of it. You're doing it. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, so I'm going to be... We're, we're going to be coming to you for some advice on that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Is, is there a, so I appreciate your time. Is, is there anything that we have not discussed or words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up? No, I, I think it, it, it ties into some of the things I've already said, Jeremy. Um, you know, we, you interact with advisors every day. I do. Um, our teams do. One thing I'll implore all the advisors who may be watching this is, invest in your business and, and and whether that means invest in your business from a monetary standpoint um, you know we all know the adage you have to spend money to, to make money you know it's amazing how often we get pushback on some of that or you know how often people don't want to do that but if it's not monetary invest in educating yourself you know continue to broaden your education you know awareness of different uh, tools that are out there that that'd be the best advice that I'd give give out there because I think it's, it's sometimes easy for all of us to fall into just the normal routine that we have every day. Mm -hmm. uh, continue to look for ways to broaden, you know, broaden your horizons, grow your education. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for your, your time today, uh, Nathan, for joining us on this episode. And also thank you to the listener for taking time out of your day to listen uh, for future podcast episodes, just to make sure you don't miss any, make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening device, or make sure to connect with us at Jeremy Hauser on LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining us. And remember, in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.